Welcome to Double Burst, a podcast about Dice Masters. We are a group of Utah players that want to bring you the latest Dice Masters news, strategies, tips, and more. Whether you're a new or seasoned player, we hope this show has something for you. I'm KT Data, one of your hosts, and welcome to episode 58. In this episode, we'll be talking about our hidden gem, the super rare Zatanna, energy fixing, and wrapping it up by battling for the best Batman. So let's kick it off with our hidden gem. Okay, guys, we are here with the KO King. How are you doing today, Russ? Good, how are you? Um, we are doing our hidden gem, and this one is a card that I think a lot of people look at, but then they forget about. Um, fairly quickly. Yeah, I think everybody was really excited when this was coming out, and then she kind of lost favor. Yep, so the card we're talking about is Zatanna with uh, inverted incantations, or if you read it on the card, that is inverted. Um, so I don't know how you read that backwards, but I'm not going to do it. Uh, so she's a three-cost crossover character, so she's a fist and mask um, when you buy her. And then she has the ability Synergy, while Zatanna is active, you may pay a fist and fist fist and mask to roll to re-roll all opposing sidekick dice in the field zone in the reserve pool. Satana deals one damage to target opponent for each of their dice rolled in this way that shows a fist or mask. And then the reminder text for synergy abilities, which is synergy abilities can be used while the ta- character is active anytime you could use a global ability. So why why is this a hidden gem? Well, the first reason why this is a really good card is she's a mystic. I mean, you build those oh, mystic teams. Everybody loves the mystic affiliation. <laughs> now, she has two two great abilities or, or reasons, I think, to put her on your team, uh, and they kind of work together. First off, uh, synergies aren't – they kind of get a bad rap. You have two two energies. I like to pair synergies with, with the actions that share that. Unfortunately, Zatanna shares her – energy type the two energy type action with cosmic treadmill which you're probably not going to put cosmic treadmill on your team simply because they're four cost and five cost hey I almost, I almost beat jared with a cosmic treadmill so yeah well i think in draft you could have some fun and and do some things but in competitive like a four cost action that really doesn't do much um but give you the die is i don't think a, a good investment but so Zatanna in the field is going to allow you to basically use a global, which is a synergy is I see as a global that only I can use. I think because uh, one sided globals are fun. Right. <clears throat> so there is this new die out there, a blue one that really tends to wreak havoc with sidekicks and that ability to continue to swarm. Foot ninjas. Oh, foot ninjas, too. <laughs> <laughs> That is true as well, but uh, Dark Side Super Rare is he's a real problem. Uh, so, Be- because like everybody sees it as a six cost, but once you get it rolling, he can affect he can change the game drastically just because of being able to swarm with all your sidekick dice. Right, right, and it you know depending on how a player's playing it. Uh, there are some really rough ways to play it if you run really lean or if you're going to field a whole bunch of different sidekicks and allies. You're typically going to have those protected if you're playing against them. So how do you get those out of the field? Zatanna it does not target. She takes all sidekicks from my opponent and they re-roll. Yeah, which includes allies because you see allies coming up 
fairly often in a lot of teams. Like um, Alfred's an ally. Um, the Foot Ninjas, Wong is an ally. So those are, I mean, those make their way onto teams more often than not. Right. So if I can, and it's definitely worth the investment to keep a, a mask and fist or question marks to be able to re to force my opponent to re-roll those sidekicks. Now they're most like, you know, they're going to be able to swarm if they stay in the field. So timing, uh, typically when I use the Tana, I'm also doing it on my turn and my opponent's turn because they do take damage as well. If, if they roll, it's also a real nice way to clear the field. If I'm playing a team, uh, that wants to attack, maybe I'm using a front line, and my opponent's throwing a lot of sidekicks in the field to to chump block. It's a really good way to to kind of clear the field and deal them damage if you get lucky enough to have a fisted mask rolled. The other thing is is it just allows you to to kind of stuff their bag because these aren't they're not going to their prep area when you clear them out. They're going to the K or to the used pile. They're well. They're going to the reserve pool because it right. takes out the ones in the field. And but then they're clear and draw stuff. All of it has to go to the used right. pile at the end. So that's pretty pretty handy to be able to to stuff their bag, make that stuff come back out. And if they're running a dark side and you manage to clear, get a good roll, manage to clear them out, all the the sidekicks, and then go to the to the use pile, you're really going to be ahead of that. The other thing I think she's good for, and another reason to put her on, and we'll be talking about this in in, a, in the other segment, and I, I think she's a great counter to the energy fixers, uh, their abilities. Um, a lot of us don't put the crossover characters on our teams because what abilities are great, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of that, like, well, I can put a character with crossover out there just to be a blocker. Uh, Cause uh, what I'm talking about is you have not clay face. That's not the, yeah, good you're one. thinking of Merlin and <laughs> Merlin Gorilla and Gorilla Grodd are that are unblockable. Yeah. So they're unblockable against crossover characters unless you have a crossover character. So Satana kind of fills that slot, giving you two abilities, why she would be good on your team. She's going to come in. She's going to allow you to clear the field with, uh, dark side or anything else any sidekick problems that you're having and then also she's a three cost uh crossover character that's going to allow you to have some kind of blocker if they have overcrush and other things it's still going to be a problem yeah because she's kind of weak on the right. defense because she's a one two three right. defense numbers but if a player is going to go that way with because typically the energy fixers are a character that gives them a global, and if your opponent doesn't have a crossover character, it can become unblockable and give them another win condition. Zatanna kind of fills that role, and and many times will just stop your opponent from buying that character. Like just, I'm not going to buy Grog because you have a crossover character. They, you might not have Overcrush. So she really does fit two, two situations. I think that's why she's a hidden gem. I think she can fit on a lot of teams if you're running a mask ring team as an example i think she's a great addition uh she covers the mask she also if you happen to have fists when you roll for energy she covers that as well and then you have the ability to clear out extra blockers when you're going to attack so because you could technically you could attack right you could deal all that damage 
you could then re-roll. You know, they, they would have a chance to set blockers, but then you could re-roll. If they block, say they chump block some of your stuff with a, a, a sidekick. sidekick, once blocked, always blocked. So it actually gives you a little mm-hmm. bit of the blink transmutation yeah, idea. And, and it works actually a little bit well if you have overcrush because now you're effectively removing right. it from the field. So right. then all of the overcrush damage you go through and the character's still going to be on the field. Right. But I think, so that's the teams that I would look at and I am looking at at her is a masquering. My masquering team is quite a bit different than others, but a masquering. Uh, and then, like I said, I think she's a great counter to dark side or any sidekick heavy teams, which there are a large amount of great uh, allies and sidekick abilities. They, there's some that I think get overlooked. There's a four cost that buffs sidekicks in turtles. Uh, there's more coming out. So I think dealing with sidekicks is big sidekicks and allies. So she gives you that. And then, like I said, the, just the ability to stop my opponent from buying an unblockable character that has good stats, I think is a plus. So she's definitely a benefit on, on a competitive level. If you can slide her in. Yep. Are, are there any reasons why you wouldn't want to? Cause I, I know that's the nice thing about our hidden gems is we always kind of highlight their pluses, but Sometimes they're hidden for a reason because, you know, there's some negatives that may not fit well for some teams. Yeah, it's a 50-50 roll, so it's not like it's going to stop all of it. Uh, and then the damage is, you know. Yeah, it's one, and then you also have to keep the energy. Uh, and like I said before, when I run a synergy, I like to have a, an action that gives me that on one die. But I'm not running across Cosmic Treadmill. So, so yeah, so so say if you were running Cosmic Treadmill, how you, how would that kind of work out in terms of so what getting you do the economy is you get, going? Yeah, you get, I know a lot of people, they're, they're always like, well, I'm, I have a hard time making sure I have a fist mask for some reason. Right. So you use, like we've talked about with Green Arrow, what, what I like to do is rent a Tilly uh, where you can spin the action. I forget what her subtitle is, but you can spin that spin an action to the side that you want if it's on a uh, action face. So you basically, if it's, you can, you're going to want to spin it to an energy. So it gives you that dual energy die on one. So for instance, if you were running Cosmic Treadmill with Zatanna, you, you get Renatilly out, you buy Cosmic Treadmill it's the two-cost Cosmic Treadmill, which doesn't exist, but we're going to play like it does. <laughs> wow, now, now you're just making it cards. Are, are you are you like trying to plan for the future when you yeah. win that Worlds? Yeah. And just you're like, I'm going to create this two-cost. So then you, anytime you roll it, you know that you're going to get those two energies, right? So I don't, my economy isn't totally off-kilter. I'm using basically one die, which is the same as using a single energy for a, a global. So I have that one die because if I roll it on a action face, I'm going to spin it to an energy. And if I don't have the ability to spin it, that just means it's on an energy face. So every time I get that, I have the ability to do Zatanna with just one die, which is, is pretty beneficial. Um, depending on if you're in an event that's not competitive, if it's more casual, I think it's definitely a good fit because it helps you run lean. It helps you still be able to purchase um cosmic treadmill can start to ping and deal damage away uh all of them are are kind of quirky but they they could be fun in the in the right setting 
So that that helps with that synergy ability. So the downsides are really it's it's a two cost synergy, and then you have also the fifty fifty. The other problem is is if you happen to be facing someone that has elf thief, which you don't see as much anymore. But they have elf thief. Just them stealing one one of, of them, your and energy it spins will, your cosmic treadmill right. to a generic, right? Right. So it spins your cosmic treadmill. It would also spin just. It would take your mask fist, no matter which one they steal. I can't use Zatanna. So that can be a definitely a hindrance. Like I said, I don't think Elf Thief is played as much anymore. You still see it, so it could be a problem, um, which would mean you just get to buy purchase less. But as much as we're gonna see Dark Side, I think it's I think it's a this could a be this, beneficial. Yeah, this could be on your short list of deciding how do I want to counter a dark side? You know, do I want to do this or do I want to use a, a different way to counteract what dark side right. will do for your opponent? And I know too. a lot of people are looking at stuff like uh, Batman Rare from the new set because uh, he he can roll everything out. Uh, I think this is a Tana does the same thing. And you it's have that. You have the added. Bo- after. Yeah, you have you have the added bonus of doing the damage too. Where the Batman right just takes everything out. Um, and it's a when fielded. Yep. So. Mm-hmm. And also, don't don't forget that she has a mask. So if you have Raven out, she is protected. I mean, I I know she's a dual energy, but she's a mask, so she gets protected. Uh, and that's why I said I think the mask green team is a good fit for her, and why she sits on my mask green team. Yep. All right, Russ. <laughs> Thank you. You're treading onto my territory now with this mask green team talk. Uh, well, I have a I'm mask a, I'm green. A, I'm team. a little uncomfortable about that. <laughs> After playing Diego yesterday, we did lots of testing. Um, also testing out my new game table that I I had this really good burn team, really fast burn team with a bunch of stuff. And that, I was like, man, if I throw a ring on this, I'll be really nasty. So well, at it least, became my At least you didn't game. listen to Diego's advice and they're like, maybe just throw a bard on it. It'll make it better. Yeah, I'll just throw a ring on it. That'll make it. <laughs> All right. So thank you so much, Russ. Um, I always love these hidden gem segments because in this game where there's over 2,000 cards now, there's bound to be some really good cards that fall through the cracks. Um, And I like highlighting them. So we will have you on later on the show. So go do what you need to do to warm up and, you know, like get ready to go into the arena because we're going to be battling Batmans later on in the show. Okay, we are here with Steve. How are you doing today, Steve? I'm back again. Yep, and Jared, how doing are you great. doing today? Doing so, great. I'm excited about this because this has become a cornerstone kind of, what is it, technique, idea, mechanic, mechanic that's in Dice Masters now, um, and that is energy fixing. So if you guys are listening and going, like, what is energy fixing? It is making sure that you have you can get the energy type that you want. So say you need bolts you're going to figure out a way to make sure you get the bolt energy on your, regardless of how you roll, right? Yeah. Um, so where do, where do we want to start out with this? Because I know the original one is probably the Dungeons & Dragons ring global where it says you pay, um, you pay an energy and then you can take a sidekick die and spin it to whatever face you want. Yeah, uh, so, like, I mean, the D&D ring is, is such a good energy fixer. I don't actually like it as much as the rares the the set of rares that came out of green arrow and flash because 
you have to have sidekicks in your used pile in order to use it. Yeah, so if you're managing your bag fairly well, your used pile may be empty because everything's in transition. Or if you're fielding a lot of sidekicks, you know, maybe just roll them and you're like, okay, well, let's get them out of my bag and let's field them. If you have four sidekicks in the field, it makes it a lot harder to use the ring. So lots of times you only get to use the ring like every other turn uh, if you're playing pretty lean. So Plus, is, it isn't it on your turn? Yeah, 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 it's on your turn. It's only on your turn. But well, I think all, well, all, all, all of them, all are, of them, all turn, of them so. are only on your turn. Um, but uh, the the benefit to it is that you can actually fix to a sidekick rather than fixing from a sidekick to whatever energy you want. So that's kind of it. Kind of goes backwards the other way from what the other energy fixers do. And so that's an uh, a plus a plus side to it. And if you're thinking about running a team with a few different energy fixers, I would almost always put the ring on in place of one of the other ones just because it does get you any of the energy types that you want. Yeah, that that's that's the important thing. You can get any energy on it, whereas the rares are specific to a type of energy. Yeah, but uh, one of the great things about the energy fixer, specifically the ones from Green Arrow Flash, is that when you're rolling... Well, those are the only ones other than the D&D ring, right? Well, no, there's yeah. uh, there there's was the Iceman, Ice uh, too cool for words, and he let you spin all your sidekicks to bolts. Um, and I guess you could put uh, Superwoman. Oh, that's conversion in man. there, but it's conversion. conversion. That's it's different. Not, that's not really. But it does fiction. get you the energy that you need. Um, but the the great thing about the ones from Green Arrow Flash is that if I if I roll when I roll and I need a certain type of energy, like let's say I want to buy a character and it's a mass character, and I'm rolling four sidekicks. I have a 50-50 chance of getting whatever that of getting the mask that I need that turn because if I roll a sidekick, a mask, or a question mark, then I'm going to get the mask that I need. Look at that mm. math right there. That's I, right. Look, this is a rare <laughs> instance that the math worked out right. <laughs> and another another great thing about it is if you if you have a sidekick in the field already and you roll four energy, you've got five that you can spend. And yeah. so it's sort of like saving it for another turn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's there's just so many great things to talk about. Yep. With so, yeah. So for, if you're unfamiliar with the energy fixtures that are green arrow flash, so it's all the rare versions of the falling cards. So we have Merlin, Gorilla Grodd, Clayface, and what am I missing? Cyborg. Cyborg. Mm-hmm. Um, and they affix to their appropriate energies, whatever that is. Yes. Them. And it's a global. So beware your, your yeah, opponent it, can it, use that. Yeah. Too. So it's a global and it's only on your turn because that's a, that's a good way to time it. Um, and then also, based on how many weeks has it been since the rules forum update, you don't need to field the sidekick dice that's showing the pawn face into the field before you fix it. That's you right. can it's, do it in the reserve It pool. is considered a sidekick character die when it's on the character face in the reserve pool, so you can spin it in the reserve pool. Yep. Um, and then the... So I, I, I like the this, and I haven't... Th- I've thought about this um, since I started playing my mass green team, is actually timing when you want to do this. Um, I've actually used that global as kind of a mind game threat with my opponent where I I don't fix it yet and then I pass to my opponent and see what they're going to do before I decide if I want to f- fix it to a mask. So I was using clay face, so before I would want to switch it to a mask face, so that actually forces them to think since that could be one potentially extra attacker that I'm not attacking with right now that if they forget about I can monopolize and you know exploit to my advantage. Yeah, and one of the one of the really important things that I would I would encourage people to do when they are uh when they're putting together a team 
look and look and look at your globals first of all and say what is your most important global on that team because if you're most important if you have a mask team but your most important global is a bolt you might want to consider putting merlin on instead of clayface because you're going to get plenty of masks and you may just need that bolt like my doomsday team i had bolt characters i had shield characters mask characters I needed those masks more than anything else. You know, I I needed bolts to buy Doomsday, sure, but I needed masks in order to use the trusted friend global. And so I was like, I'm going to put Clayface on my team because that is the most important function that that energy fixture is going to serve. And so when you're thinking about which one to put on your team, look at your globals first. Say, are there any that I absolutely need? And if you don't have any, then you look at your energy types and just put it on whatever one you have the most energy type characters of on your team. Uh, the other thing about energy fixers is when you're building a team with them, if you are doing a, any kind of crossover characters, especially the uh, uh, White Lanterns and the uh, What Ifs from the Marvel, look at your team, see what you have, the what characters are the most of, and then put the energy fixer of the one you don't have on there yeah and those energy fixers do make crossover characters a lot easier to buy and i'm hoping we see a lot more crossover characters in the future yeah me too because this would just make this just make them so much easier to buy um but another important thing about the energy fixing characters is they have awesome abilities too yeah. Except for oh, Clayface, ex- yeah, they have awesome for, abilities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, I, I don't. I so usually when I like you, you'll see because we've mentioned this in uh, our previous segment that the Gorilla Grodd is unblockable unless uh, other and than as crossover Mer- Merlin characters. is as well. And Merlin is can't be blocked unless it's a crossover character or you have to have two blockers mm-hmm. for that because um, I think pe- people sometimes tend to forget that Merlin actually can be blocked. I seriously, blocked. till just now, thought he was just unblockable except by crossover characters. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm going to double check that before I somebody's going to email me saying, KT, you're wrong. Uh, no, Merlin's the unblockable by everything. Oh, uh, Gorilla Grodd, okay. Yeah, and then Gorilla <laughs> Grodd is... Actually, no, both of them are un- can only be blocked by crossover. I swear there was one oh. that was half and half um no I but uh, cyborg and cyborg can block two, two. characters that may be what <laughs> that might of, be where you yeah, only use. takes two damage from each non-crossover character so pretty much every character in the game he only takes two yep. damage from yeah and we won't talk about clayface unless you want to put it on your dark side team to counter uh zatanna i don't know where <laughs> i got that idea yeah. from <laughs> for his six cost he's got a really bad ability until they come out with a lot more really good crossover characters He's just there for the global. Yep, and then so and there's one more thing to remind everybody about is keep in mind that for the Green Arrow Flash energy fixers, they say sidekick, so you can actually spin your allies to one energy. You can't spin it to the double energy side, but you can spin it to the single energy side. That's right. If you That's have right. Cyborg and uh, Alfred in, if you have a Cyborg glo- with the global and you have Alfred in the field, you can fix him to the single shield side. And actually, Russ was doing that with his shield ring team that he was playing quite a bit lately, and it was a really cool mechanic. So don't forget that your allies can also spin when they're in the field, yep. not when they're in the reserve pool. Okay. Yeah, they'd have to be in the field. Yep. And so what are what are ways to counter it? Because I know that people always see the benefits of these globals, but if you're playing someone and, say, they bring four energy fixtures, what are, what are some ways that you want to try and counter them from being able to fix the energy or mit- or mitigate the bonus that you get from it? So number one is probably Oracle Master Investigator. Yeah. Because if you're making them pay to fix energy, 
they're almost never going to do it because there's almost no point yeah, in even, paying one energy to fix the energy. Yeah, even even though it's a zero cost global, they still have to pay one. So yeah, so that's probably the number one way to stop people from doing it. There are there I, any cars that just cancel global abilities? I want to say uh, that, nefarious broadcast, but but that, that doesn't that work help you it. too well for that. Yeah, that's not going to work. On I was going to say they're coming out with a new carnage, but that's the same timing. It's on your turn, and so it wouldn't stop them. Yeah. Um, the other way I would actually think is use something like the penguin that pings non-villain characters appealed because sometimes, and we've seen this a lot, where they for those energy fixers, like you said, you're sa- quote-unquote saving that energy for the next turn. So if you can get those sidekick die out of the field... Oh, oh, that, oh. That, um, that may, uh, static it, is probably a really good one, too, because if he's in the field when your opponent rolls, if they have any sidekicks in the field then you can ping them. And I think the rare KOs sidekicks. So uh, I think it's the rare yeah. static. But anyway, either of those two statics can help clear the sidekicks out of their field before they get an opportunity to fix them to energy. So that could cause them some trouble. Yeah. Um, so those are kind of quick ways on to, to counter them because they are still globals. Um, and then the other one is MODOK because you're spinning. Oh, that's you're right. Yeah, MODOK. MODOK. Um, you pay to spin. Also, there's a new card that was just spoiled in the Spider-Man Maximum Carnage set, Doppelganger, who is going to ruin energy fixtures, in my opinion, because his ability is when your opponent rolls a sidekick character face, you instantly just take it and put it in your field. And so if they roll on their first roll and they roll two sidekicks, you take those and put them in your field. You've stolen their energy and you've stolen their ability to use the energy fixings, energy fixtures with those dice. So I'm super excited for that set to come out. <laughs> yeah. The, the other thing to, about uh, energy fixers, though, is you can just do it once. So Yes, once, once per, per turn, turn and that's per it. card. So if I, have, if I bring Clayface and Steve brings Clayface, we can do it twice. Yeah. We can spin sidekicks to masks twice. That's another thing to look out for when you're playing energy fixers. When I practice, I practice with one, but l- virtually every team, every competitive team I played against, has had an energy fixer on it. So always remember that if you need to, there's likely going to be one on the other side of the table that you can use. Yeah, that's actually kind of why I liked playing mirror matches at Origins. when I Double had, clay face? Yeah, I'd, I'd get two sidekicks. I'm like, oh, <laughs> this is nice. <laughs> I have to worry about rolling less mask right now. Um, so any other kind of quick things you want to mention about energy fixing? Well, ener- energy fixing is great uh, when you have sidekicks out in the field because... A lot of times, if you have an energy fixer on your team and you need one more energy to get that five-cost character, you've got it. Yeah, I had a I had a strategy, and we've talked about it a little bit in the past, where if you have an energy fixer on your team, I like to build a team with a really important three-cost character and a really important five-cost character. So I'll roll four dice, field a sidekick, and buy a three-cost character, or chalkboard a two-cost character, then the next turn you roll your four energy and you fix it out and buy a five cost character. And then you just constantly do that by three, by a five, by three, by a five. And that's uh, a fun strategy to play around with. So I really like energy fixtures because I feel like they are kind of a replacement for professor X where professor X used to get you all this energy. That's not as powerful, but it it's getting us the ramp that we need to get some of those higher cost characters. And it really makes the game a lot funner since they've come out. Yeah. Is funner a word? Can funner I get, is a word. Can I, can I get legal advice on that? It, it, absolutely, it is a word. It, it is more fun. It is funner. 
<laughs> All right, Dom, if you guys, you guys can write in on that too or just talk about energy fixers. But you can reach us by shooting us an email, doubleburst at ktdata.net or leaving on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Um, I Russ is like doing jumping jacks or something in the corner, so I think you guys got to get ready because we are about to battle for the best Batman. Okay, guys, we are here with the full, full crew. We have Diego, we have Steve, we have Russ, we have Jared, and we have Kenneth. Welcome, gentlemen. I hope you guys have stretched or, I don't know, what, what do you do pre, pre-flight? Russ, you're, you're the wrestling You coach. make sure your tray table is up and your seat's in the <laughs> upright right position. position. Yeah. Yeah. Is that pre-flight or pre-fight? I don't know. <laughs> um, so it is time for the battle of the Batmans where everybody here has picked their favorite Batman. Batman. And uh, this segment is in honor of the late Adam West because we love him. Um, Did he die? Oh, God. Are you kidding me here? (laughs) How did you not? What what rock are you under? I mean, he's just been been alive for so long, I figured he was still alive. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. um, That sucks. (laughs) Dang. Uh, Wow. I don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And and this was also a... um, uh, a used listener request too. We actually got an email. We had this planned already, but <laughs> a listener sent in, Hey, I would love to hear you guys talk about your favorite Batman. So um, I can't remember your name right now. It's not your fault. It's my lack of sleep. Wait, did he die <laughs> after we planned this? Yes. Oh, dude. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> Anyways, so um, if your name's not Jared, who wants to start with their favorite Batman? <laughs> so I will say that there are 19, I think, 19 different Batmans. Just so round up. <laughs> So we are going to miss some very good cards. There are a lot of good Batman. I mean, there's a lot of Batmans you go, oh, he's really expensive for what he does. But, for instance, War of Light has some great Batmans. Um, and all of those good Batmans, and Russ decides to argue a crappy one. I don't, I don't know why. Fighting words. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond. That's just a, such an ignorant statement. Just say I win and we're good. We can end this segment right now. All right, so here's the thing about mine. I don't even need to purchase it. He has this red text on there that just makes it that good. This red text that so everybody nat- that everybody can use? Which yeah, Batman are you talking about? Natural Leader. Batman costs one less to purchase for each of your different active Bat family characters. So that's a really good ability because I can grab a character with pretty decent stats for a one or two, depending on what kind of team I'm running. But then the global is pay a fist, KO target level one villain or Superman character die unless an opponent pays two life. Now, my opponents will play a lot of villains that I may want to KO, dark side, those kind of things. But this is best when you have a level one villain on your team that your opponent wants to make sure you do not KO. So when you get that dark green scarecrow die in the field, and every time you weird, pay a it fist, has something to do with yeah, scarecrow. Yeah, have have we just, ever had a segment like this where it doesn't? So here's roll back my favorite scarecrow. Batman card, and it has to yeah, do with scarecrow. Here's, here's my favorite scarecrow use. Exactly, <laughs> but we're talking about Batman scarecrow combo. How great is that? So I pay, thought we were talking about Batman. Yes, period. We are, and then you. There are plenty of other. Batman stuff yeah, I don't, I don't know if you've noticed, but it doesn't matter what we're talking about. Russ is also talking about Scarecrow. <laughs> no. Hey, it's not my fault they added this amazing global <laughs> to, 
to Batman. I would give Russ crap about this, but I picked a Batman with that global for a similar reason. <laughs> but that's because he he fits so well on my Doomsday team. And so what I do is if I roll Doomsday on level one, I'd pay the fist to KO him. And my opponent, lots of times, they'd pay the two life to not do it. And then I'd play with trusted friends so I could make their level one character super friends and then use the global and KO their characters. And so it was awesome. And plus, he, my just yep. so 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 why so while we're talking while we're while we're talking about it, so what Batman did you pick? Because you're over the grief right now, right? Yeah, good, good. I, yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah, I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the Batman I put, picked was Crime Fighter. And his is his, he has a vengeance ability. When you take damage, deal four damage to target villain or super friend character die. And so this one I really like because I could also abuse the trusted friend with that global with that ability, make something a super friend and deal damage, or KO my own doomsday if I needed to if I took any damage. So he's the best. Okay, so now that we are done with the, I, I don't think anybody else picked the world's finest. That's because they're all lame. Okay. <laughs> all right. Because um, you're all lame. Yeah. I only just chose the best ones. So, so how about because you and Kenneth picked the same one, right? No. Yeah. No. How's that no. five cost with uh, three fielding going for you there, buddy? It's uh, awful. It's actually pretty great because it rolls out all of your characters. Yeah. No, yeah. it's awful. My it's a, it's my competitive team. Chance. It's a fifty-fifty chance, but that fifty-fifty is going to go in my favor. Yep. So if you guys are wondering what Diego's is, we're going to make him wait. <laughs> and Steve, what's your Batman? <laughs> All right, my, my Batman really doesn't fit in this, but it's my favorite one, and it's the from the Justice League set, um, World's Greatest Detective. And so it, while Batman is active, whenever you feel a different Justice League character gain one life, retaliation, if an affiliated character is KO'd, deal one damage to an opposing player. So I picked that just because I love playing the Justice League, and so one of these days at Worlds you're going to regret that uh i i played with that a lot when the justice league set first came out i loved it like he made justice league teams really really hard to deal with yeah yeah and can i just make this point right now WizKids, please please bring back retaliation no like, are you I, kidding I, me yes, please bring it back do not yeah. bring it back could you imagine like bring it back just back. because jared doesn't if, want you, to if you're gonna back. bring it back do not bring back that villain retaliation bull crap <laughs> because I do not need to be dealing with that and hush all at the same time. <laughs> I don't know no. what you're talking about. No. Oh, I man. field hush and you take seven damage. I field them again. You take seven more. Uh-uh. That just sounds Mm-mm. so awesome. You bring back the Justice League retaliation. I'm okay with that because <laughs> they've really expanded the Justice League affiliation. Uh, but well, still. I think that what we need is, what we need is super... Uh, Superman friends or whatever, affiliated retaliation yeah. just for Jared. He needs some of that in his life. You know something? I could really abuse that. Oh, oh look at that. Look at that. Somebody's turning around on wanting to get this keyword back. But so, Steve. Um, the, 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 the combination I love is the Katana uh, common from the Green Arrow Flash set, which uh, when she's in the uh, prep area, uh, you can field her whenever they roll, your opponent rolls a question mark. You can pay one life, and if you have the Batman out, you don't have to. You you pay the one life, and then you get it back because she is a Justice League character. Yeah, and it's a two cost, so she's fairly easily bought, and just get it around there. So yeah, once you get that combo rolling, it's pretty cool. It works pretty well. Yep. All right. So uh, Kenneth, I think I'm gonna just give you the word for the coolest art. 
out of all the Batman. So wh- which one are you talking about? Yeah, I've got the uh, the perp- the only purple stripe in the group, the Black Lantern Batman. That's the f- specifically the full art. Like the regular <laughs> Black Lantern Batman is pretty cool, but the full art one is way cooler. Um, it's a seven cost mask. It doesn't see a ton of play. It was one of the original Black Lanterns. Um, it's got kind of a cool global on it, and combined with the uh, the Black Lantern Superman, that global can actually come in really handy. Where once per turn after your reroll, if you have at least one of each energy type in your reserve pool, you gain one energy. Um, that global is awesome. I yeah, always forget it, to use it, it but it's really, awesome. It can be. I mean, it can be really, really awesome. You roll right on a Black Lantern team, which I have in games. You get Black Lantern aqua or uh, anti monitor on turn one. Yeah, which is pretty it's, sick. It's ridiculous. Um, also, his ability, his regular ability is when fielded, KO all Batman dice, so he beats all of yours. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and whenever a player purchases a non-Black Lantern die, that player loses one life, so he beats you guys there, too. And the art is just amazing. Like, yeah. it, it, I mostly picked it because of the art. Yeah. It's just I, I think that's one of the first like, full arts I managed to pull, so that, that has a soft spot. Yeah, it's, it was the first... Uh, like of any any super rare or any rarity that I was like I have to have that it is amazing looking and I, like I've, I've I was a fan of the art before anyways but when I saw the art on the card I was like I have to have that mm-hmm. full art card you know what they really need to do now is they need to foil it ooh that that would be yeah foil black lantern way would be sick. too good yeah <laughs> like a foil full art black lantern batman ooh what color would the stripe be Shiny purple, like a mix shiny, between purple yeah, and blue. Purple. Like a what's silver? It'd be indigo. How about just <laughs> rainbow stripe? Like it, it, it would look like a piece of fruit striped gum. There we I go. I will <laughs> say this: that all Black Lanterns, including that Black Lantern Aquaman or Batman from the beginning, those suck. first yeah, seven, they all costs, suck. <laughs> yep, they're awful. They are really, really <laughs> difficult bad. to deal with. Really awful. <laughs> wow, okay. He's, I mean, yeah. also, like, the Black Lantern Batman has awesome stats. I mean, he's a 5'5", five, five, a 7'6", and a 9'7". So there, yeah. there's also that. Yeah. His uh, fielding costs are weird, though. Zero, one, and three. That's odd. But. It's, yeah, for, that is well, a little that weird. That three for the nine, I think it's... That makes sense. It's the zero it. and one that feel out of place. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just strange. Yeah, all right. So we got all the good Batmans out, or... Uh, Right, right? No. Oh, what are you talking about? Hey, he's hey. Gonna talk about I'm Storm. over here. I may be a short person, but the, I'm still in the room here. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry, Diego. Uh, oh, you're, you're talking about what? Ba- okay, uh, so, so I'm, I'm talking about the best Batman. Um, and the worst Batman. This Batman give, is the best one because... You guys give me grief about Scarecrow. <laughs> I'm just going to say that we're now taking Batman Storm version. So this one is the rare Batman from Batman, uh, the Batman set, always prepared. He's got the flip mechanic. Uh, and it says, when fielded, on one side it says, when, when fielded, your opponent must reroll all active villain character dice. On the other side, it says, your opponent must reroll all non-villain character dice. Yeah, but what happens if your opponent brings an all-villain team? Then you flip it to the other side. No, that doesn't make sense. No, yeah, you it just... doesn't work like that. Oh, no, because it rolls out everything. So, and, and the reason this so is the what? best one is because it's a combination of Storm Windrider and Storm... Uh, Goddess of the Plains. Yeah, except so it what deals happened? no damage. So what happens? It, it has the best. Of, it's a when fielded that rolls everything out of the Listen field. Listen here. It doesn't what? roll everything out of the field. It rolls, it everything, rolls but everything out of the, out of the field. field. It rolls what? everything but Raven out of the field. What do you do if it's half villains, half... 
non-villain. Then like, you do like anybody in any other actual other game of Dice you Masters. Just leave you it, pivot and you play better than your opponent. Well, you can't. It, you just leave got, it on the non-villain side. So rolls out side two villains. You can't clear my. You roll out all and their sidekicks. You roll all all their sidekicks, and then you flip to the other side and roll out all their villains. The biggest problem with that so Batman you is another one at three cost. The biggest problem. That's why you fabricate it, or you get it out of the. Or or help since your it's building. on. Or since it's on its villain side, you could use some other uh, global that was used earlier that you're bringing. And I can now KO it. Oh, yeah. You can KO it. You can fabricate. You can do all that. You can't How bring you that global, though. You have to have it. your I, that's why. That's why I'm not bringing it. You two are oh, both bringing it. it. It's a three-cost building. I know everybody loves this Batman. I hate that building. That fielding it's cost terrible. sucks. That's but, why you bring the Gordon with oh, it. Oh, so I pay a, for a four-cost character. By the time what? you get everything out, you're dead. Diego just needs to bring the Black Lantern Batman with that one. So yeah, then yeah, he so fields then. his Black Lantern Batman, and it KOs his other Batman so that he can he can field it again. And if not, he's a 7-5 on his level 3. Are you going to take 7 damage every time? No, you're just going to blink it back when you <laughs> re-roll out your, their mask characters. That, I know how, that, that, that happened a thousand not. times to me. <laughs> he doesn't come out of the field. Once he's in the field, he's stuck there, and you have to pay so then you 5 a seven, more five for beat another stick. one. Give him some overcrush. There's a 3-cost <laughs> that can almost do the same thing just staying in the field. Just saying. What's that? We're not talking about Zatanna. We're talking about Batman here, okay? <laughs> can I also mention that Zatanna is not yeah. the same? <laughs> can I also mention I don't even I'm not even bringing a Batman to this fight, and somehow Jared has managed to throw shade at me. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, because I know if you did bring one, it'd be that crappy Yellow Lantern Batman, <laughs> which is awful, which is really good. <laughs> Yeah, that's why, I, and that's why Jared doesn't like it. Russ it's can't really do good. these segments because he just sits there and like, yeah, yours is really good too. Yeah. Oh, that one's well, good too. Well, you want to know why the Warlight one is good is because that's how one, that was one of the first cards that I played against Russ and we were like bonding over. It's so great, but this level three fielding cost sucks. Yeah, Batman needs to get away from that. I, I think level Russ three doesn't like, like all level of three. Fielding you, you want, but it's anybody. thematic because he's rich, so he doesn't care about fielding costs. But we're not that's rich his... and we do care about fielding costs. <laughs> no, see, I have an issue with... All the Batman, Superman, all these die that we're so excited to play always have, like, crazy fielding stats. Just that we want to play those characters. Because they do awesome things, no, Russ. You, what, you have to pay the are. toll. Okay? No, it doesn't matter Diego's, what their abilities are. I would want to play Batman and Diego's And they always have crazy stats. And Diego's crappy Batman has a three fielding cost with only a 7-5 when, like, every other... Three fielding cost character out there is like seven seven or eight. But they don't eight roll out nine, all of your. They don't roll out your opponent's characters. Here's yeah, an they example. Do. Not all, all of them, them do. <laughs> Here's an example. Ken's Batman Black Lantern has really good stats on level three, but it's a one two three fielding. It's a zero one three zero one three. Black Lantern has almost identical stats for Aquaman. One one one. Are they villains? Yeah. I can roll them out. Yeah, but the thing about Aquaman is he's not Batman, so he's not no. required to have a level three fielding cost on his top no, level. That's, that's my argument: is they give him crazy fielding stats all the time. Although my Batman, uh, he's just one two two. He's the only Batman that doesn't have a three fielding cost on his top level. Okay, so my, mine wins. My Batman, even though he's kind of limited to Justice League, I only need one dice, and once he's out there, he stays out there, so I can pay the three. For that, mine has a global. I don't even need to field it. He just sits on my team. Mine's got amazing art. Mechanically, I agree with Diego. He's got the best one. <laughs> I, I love you. that Batman. It's so good. It's the best one there. No, no it's he's, he's really not. I think it's a fizzle. 
I, I, I think, I hate I think you're a fizzle. No, no, this is what happened. I had this Batman that I'm arguing on my Doomsday team before I went to Origins, and then when I went to Origins, I swapped it out for the other Batman thing, and oh, if I run it against a raven I on a mass I think someone told team, you not to do that. It, not once did he roll out a raven. Not once. And I'd be like, okay, re-roll all those. Okay, roll them out. Well, it's because you raven have Kevin's stays, luck when it comes to rolling And then I'm like, okay, out. I'll just attack with him. Blink him back, blink him back, blink him back. No. That's because you don't awful. sweet talk your Batman. Awful. I will say it's, He's it's awful. a good ability, but it's expensive for the 50-50 it, like storm, any sort of rerolling thing worked, is going to be a is no, going to be a fifty fit. It worked right. pretty storm good. Storm was uh, a lot cheaper. It worked pretty good for me to finish you off the other night when we were playing, and I used it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> sure. you, it totally killed you. For sure, <laughs> killed you. Yeah, but you had a team with tons of economy. You're in a different situation on the team that you were playing because you have tons of economy. So paying three to field is not a problem. It's almost like I plan to use expensive characters, which you should do if you have expensive characters. <laughs> All right, so nice sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and so as you guys can see, um, this is a heated debate. So I'm going. You're all get, wrong. I'm right. <laughs> I'm I'm the one who's right. You're all wrong, and I don't even have Batman. So he suck said it. that Kenneth was wrong, and Kenneth was arguing his, so he just said his own was wrong. <laughs> anyway, so before we go, I'm going to give you guys a chance, and Jared, you're going to be last because actually I'm going to make you go first because you should be practiced in closing statements on right. why your Batman is better than everybody else's. All right. May it please the court, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen of the <laughs> jury, esteemed, esteemed judge. <laughs> My Batman is the best because, one, it's got the awesome global. Two, it works sweet with uh, the trusted friend global. And three, it made my team so much better before I put that crappy Batman that Diego's talking about <laughs> on it. So that he can KO he can KO villains, which is awesome if you're running Doomsday, if you're running Scarecrow, if you're running any kind of villain, if you're running old school villain retaliation even. I mean, he is killer. Uh, oh, back to his, that retaliation, right? His purchase cost is better than, uh, than Kenneth's, so that makes that better. And his fielding cost is better than Diego's. Uh, and Steve's and Kenneth's and Russ's. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, that's good. All right, Kenneth, uh, why is your super rare Batman better than everybody else's? Because of the full art. We already went over this. <laughs> it's, it, it's amazing. It's one of the best-looking cards in the entire game. Yeah. The only, honestly, the only negative I'd put it is I don't like the purple. I want a cooler yeah, color. Yeah, I'm, I'm also, like, pretty sure that it's one of the most expensive cards in the game too. Like if you want to <laughs> buy it as a single, like you're going to pay a fortune for it because it's great. <laughs> all right. All right, Russ. Uh, I just think mine is the best because one, if I ever purchase it, I'm going to pay like one or two for it. And second, that global with my style of play is just going to wreak havoc on my opponent when I make them pay to save my character from being KO'd. Once it's bought, it's vanilla, though. It has well, no ability. The, while that is true, the, <laughs> the things that I put with it don't make it vanilla, if that makes sense. So I'm no, it doesn't using an ability on another card that benefits from Batman. If you guys are wondering what it is, check out the Bat Family teams with Bruce Wayne. All right, Steve, your turn. All right, mine is great because I only need one die out there. And he yes, yes, he is expensive, but once he's out there, he's gonna stay out there with the new hot girl. He, I can spin him up to level three, and he's definitely gonna stay out there. And then 
I'm going to gain life anytime I use those really cool now cheap Justice League die that they've come out with the last two sets. All right, Diego, your turn. Well, I don't really need to say much in closing arguments right, because so it's don't. the best one. <laughs> I think uh, we're good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mine is the best one because it is roll, roll out every single one of your guys' characters. You it, may think it it's a fizzle. Not. It yes, won't it, roll out any of those characters. It will it roll out all out of the your characters. sidekicks. It will roll out your Raven because you may not have No, it won't. <laughs> Yeah, but it's because you don't have you don't have the med you don't sweet talk your Batman. You gotta sweet talk your Batman dice. <laughs> it's the best so because you can you can flip it to either side. It's situational. You can roll anything out that you need to. It's a combination of Storm, Umber Hulk, two different Storm and an Umber Hulk. Th- uh, three awesome characters that you got in Golden Age that you can't get access to now. And now you have this top different this cards seven and the ability five. is split. The problem is it Hey, did I did I interrupt any of you guys on your closing Did I interrupt any of you guys? No, I didn't. All right. So you're you guys more, are gonna be quiet and let me You're finish. more patient. <laughs> and you didn't want to interrupt someone to tell them they're wrong when they're right. No, because you guys are all wrong. I don't need to interrupt you because all I have to say is, is that <laughs> mine is better because it is better. The problem is it doesn't work on villains. As, uh, then you flip it to the other side, Jared. But, Come but on. the problem is it doesn't work on non-villains. <laughs> you, you know what's ironic about this? Didn't you do the flip segment on our last episode? Uh, maybe. He did. Maybe. He did. And I might have talked up that Batman. <laughs> he did. But we're going to retroactively go back and edit that episode so that <laughs> I don't. You're jumping into the time machine right now. So, guys, like we said earlier, there's almost 20 different bat- Batman. Batman. Batmans. Batmans. I like... I like- I like Batman. Batman. Batman, Batman out Batman. there. And, of course, we couldn't cover all of them. So if we didn't, we want to know what your favorite Batman is. Is it one of these six that we, or one of these five that we talked about? Or is it another one in that long list? Um, you can let us know by shooting us an email, doubleburst at ktdata.net, or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. And, of course, if you want to feed anybody's ego here except mine because, yeah, who cares what I think? Um, you can leave the comments and su- your support for whoever there too, um, gentlemen. Thank you so much. Um, sorry, Jared, for ruining your day. No, no, no. <laughs> this segment was. I think this segment was more funner than any of our other segments oh today. Gosh. Always prepared. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, Always prepared. So, um, thank you guys, and I'll talk to you all later. Always prepared. And that's it for this episode of the Double Burst Podcast. Did we miss anything about energy fixing? Or what is your favorite Batman and who do you think is right? Shoot us an email, doubleburst at ktdata.net, or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. Check out doubleburst.com for past episodes, places to subscribe so you automatically get the episode, and cool player resources. Big thanks to Game Haven Sandy for giving us a place to record. If you guys live in Utah, make sure you check them out. If not, check them out online at yourgamehaven.com. Of course, big thanks to everybody who listens to the show. We all appreciate it. And until next time, my friends, may your dice rolls be ever in your favor. Thank you.